0: Well, um, I'm going to talk to you today about something just the Lord's been teaching me a bunch. And uh, it's going to be really good. Um, So let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for today. Thank you for, uh, man, just being here. What an honor it is uh, just to have the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords in the house today. And uh, Father, we don't treat today as something common, Lord Jesus. We treat today as, man, something good and something refreshing. And something that is just, man, just stirring up in, in the atmosphere, Lord Jesus, that you just want to release today. And so uh, I just thank you for freedom. I thank you for the boldness in the Holy Spirit. Uh, and I thank you that we walk out of this room just changed, Father God. Not because of anything that I've done, Lord Jesus, but um, only because of you and your word. And uh, I just thank you for that, Father. I just rest in your grace right now that you would just speak through me, use me as your instrument. And, uh, yeah, we love you so much. Let pray. Amen. Amen. This is water, by the way. I've changed my ways. No more Coke. The Lord is good. I can't pray for the calves anymore because nobody can help them. Uh, LeBron left, and it's just over. So, that's life, though. Um, So, uh, I'm getting married. Um, Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm getting married. It's my fiance right right here, if you don't know her. Elena, raise your hand right there. Beautiful girl. Um, Yeah, I'm getting married uh eighty eight days yeah come on somebody yeah I'm not counting down or anything um but uh, eighty eight days I'm getting married and uh so Elena has three brothers all right, and uh, I grew up with four sisters, okay, so uh, a little bit of difference, but uh you know um so she has four or three brothers, and so uh one of them is a uh pretty famous youtuber all right and he likes to make youtube videos and everything like that, and he lives out in California but he Came in this week, um, and so he wanted to make a video with me, you know, and uh, so it was last Sunday, and um, you know Sundays are just long, you know, and uh, we're here super early, and then we had youth that night, so I didn't get to you know home till about midnight, and as soon as my head hit the pillow, I was just out, you know, I was just done, you know, and yeah, n- nothing could wake me, um, but uh, I was just out, and um, so Levi. Uh, he's over in kids, but uh, he um, was texting Stefan, which is one of Elena's brothers, and uh, was saying, hey, like, uh, we're going to do something to Matt tonight, okay, all right, so, but don't tell him, you know, well, don't tell him. So I, I'm, I'm asleep, you know, I'm thinking, man, it was a great day, I had a great time at youth and everything like that, just a great, great uh, night. But uh, so I'm fast asleep, uh, but Levi leaves the door unlocked, okay, and <laughs> Her three brothers and uh, one another guy that works with them, and then the cameraman, okay, sneak into our house. And Jeff and Jess are gone, okay? They're on vacation, all right? Sneak into our house, okay, wearing nothing but pantyhose in all black, okay? And they are planning on kidnapping me, all right? Okay, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but they go downstairs, and I, I wake up, okay? But... I wake up with them on top of me, trying to tie me up, okay, all right? And so at first I think, you know, okay, I'm just wrestling someone in my dream, you know, I'm really in deep sleep and everything like that, and then I wake up and I see somebody on, on top of me, I thought it's just Levi, you know, being, you know, Levi and just trying to wake me up in the morning or something like that, like this morning. And then I see four other guys uh, with with pantyhose, you know, uh, and I think, oh my gosh, this is it, this is what I've been training for for years, all right? I am ready to go right now, I'm like, look out, here we go, but uh, so... <laughs> I, uh, you know, I start to like, you know, try to put up a fight, and they said I put up a, a pretty good fight, you know. But you can imagine the terror and the adrenaline that is pumping right now, and uh, and they try and put a, a pillowcase over my head, and and so I, I grab, I said, this is mine, and uh, you know, this is this is no longer yours, this is mine, and I, I grab one of the pantyhose and everything like that, and he's you know wrestling, and then Doug back there, Doug, you know, just sits on me and uh and just says hey and he just whispers into my ear you know he's got his beard up against my face and everything like that it's extremely soft and uh I said do you condition that thing oh my gosh but um but he whispers he's like hey this is Elena's brothers I'm like oh okay all right, we're, doing, we're just doing a video. Okay, all right, cool. All right, I was still upset because I'm very tired, all right? But I was like, okay, all right, I'll go along with this. So they, you know, they, like, tie up my hands, and they tie up my feet and everything like that, and they, and they put the bag over my head, and they pick me up, and they put me in the back of a van and drive me to Elena's old house. And they're, like, filming all this, you know? They, they take me down to the basement and put me in this chair and everything like that, and they're trying to interrogate me. And for the video, they said, hey, you know, like, you got your father's, you know, approval, but you didn't get ours, you know? Um... And then Tuesday night, they uh, hired someone and put me up to a lie detector and, uh, and, and asked me a bunch of questions, you know, uh, like, are we, you know, your favorite brother-in-laws? And I said, no, and I was telling the truth, um, you know, uh, because at that moment, I was nervous. But um, But at that moment, I was pretty terrified. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Being woken up by a bunch of guys with pantyhose on their heads and trying to kidnap you is pretty terrifying. And the night after, uh, me and Elena were going for a walk uh, late at night, and I was like, I got to turn around. All right, because I'm like, where are they? I know they're going to get back with me again. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, get back. All right, I'll be okay. Oh, Lord. Um, But I was pretty fearful. But, um, it may not be, um, you know, being kidnapped type of fear, but I think we all deal, deal with fear in our lives. We, uh, we all have a certain amount of fear that we deal with. Um, we, some of us may deal with just the fear of, where are we going in life? Am I in the right spot in life? Uh, just the fear of, uh, is the Lord gonna provide for everything that I need? Is the Lord going to make sure that I'm Okay. You know, we have fears all the time of uh, the fear of man. What are people going to think of me? You know, what are people going to think? If I, if I really lived this Christian life out, what are people really, really going to think of me? And we all have these fears inside of us. And we all may want to admit it or not to admit it, but, but there's a certain amount of fear inside of us. And I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think I was that fearful until the Lord just began to reveal some things in my life. And I was pretty fearful. I was afraid of a lot of, lot of things that I didn't even realize. So this is something that the Lord has been showing me. But just fear, 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 fear. And here's the thing about fear is that, you know what? It's honestly the most ugliest thing in the world. It will grip a hold of your heart and it'll grip a hold of your mind. And it's like this thing, like having four grown men on top of you, and you just can't move at all. And they're tying you down. But fear is this thing that just holds you back. It holds you back. It's this thing that you just can't shake, and it has a grip on your heart. And you just think, man, why can't I do this? Or why can't I do that? And I'm going to be honest with you, I have discovered in life that I cannot be all that God has called me to be if I still live in fear. I cannot do what God has called me to do if I live in fear. You can't have both. You can't. You're either going to live a life of fear or you're going to live a life that trusts God, not in fear. But fear totally dictates your life. I want to share this verse real quick. Uh, John chapter 12, verse 42. It says, many people believed in him, including some of the Jewish leaders, but they wouldn't admit it for fear that the Pharisees would expel them from the synagogue. Fear will hold you back. Can you imagine that these Jewish people wanted to follow Jesus, wanted to experience everything that they had, that he had for them. They wanted to follow Jesus. They wanted to believe in him. But what held them back? Fear. Fear held them back. But I'm going to be honest with you right now. (laughs) Um, I'm tired of fear. Right? I'm tired of fear. Fear. I'm tired of living every single day and just being fearful because it consumes my mind constantly. It consumes, you know, questions, doubts, anxiety. All of this stuff consumes your mind, but I'm done with it. I'm done with fear because God does not want me to fear. God doesn't want you to fear today. Fear is not of God. Psalms 34 verse four, it says, listen to my testimony. This is the story of my life. I I cried to God in my distress and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. This is the life, let me first say that this is the life that God wants for you to live without fear. Fear is not from God, fear is the opposite of God and God does not want you to live in fear today. So if you are living in fear today, get ready because God wants to fill you with something else God wants to fill you with boldness. God wants to fill you with the Holy Spirit. God wants to fill you with confidence today. He does not want you to live in fear. He does not want you to live with this grip on your heart. He wants your heart to be wide open, and he wants you to experience all that he has for you today. So I'm going to show you three things that the Lord has shown me. I'm sorry, my mouth is really dry today. So, Um, Yeah. That's that. I'm not afraid to grow a mustache anymore. I lived in fear too long. I'm coming out. Come on, somebody. No, I messed up shaving. Um, But uh, I said, you know, well, let's just keep it. Um, I heard this song by Josh Baldwin, and it's it's only on YouTube right now, but it's going to come out soon. But uh, it's, look it up, not right now. Um, but, uh, but it's called fear doesn't stand a chance, you know? Uh, and he says, the chorus is just fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. Whew. And that's the type of life that I'm going to live. Fear does not stand a chance. And so that's the title of my message. And I'm going to show you three things where fear doesn't stand a chance. Number one, fear doesn't stand a chance in your gifts. Second Timothy one, six through seven. It says, I'm writing to encourage you to fan into a flame and rekindle the fire of of the spiritual gift God imparted to you when I laid my hands upon you. God will never give you the spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love, and self-control. When I was, uh, uh, no, sorry, Uh, about three three or four months ago, we were uh, discussing youth. And, um, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I had been out of the game with youth. Uh, I was a youth intern about uh, three years ago, but we were, uh, discussing youth and like what we were going to do and everything like that. And it was about three or four months ago. And, uh, and I just, I thought in my mind, you know what? I, youth has changed a lot. You know, this is a completely different, just generation. And, um, and so I was like, you know what, I, I got to make them like me, you know, I got I to gotta be cool, I got to be relevant, you know, I got to wear the sweetest shoes, and I got to wear the sweetest clothes, and man, I got to stay up with the latest what's trending, you know, all this stuff is going through my mind, I was like, you know what, I just got to, I got to do this, you know, and so I can't tell you how many trips I made to Plato's Closet, all right, okay, I, hey, listen, I've changed my ways, okay we're saving for a wedding, Uh, you know, Hey, (laughs) but, uh, um, yeah, I can't tell you how many trips I made to Plato's Closet, you know, looking for shoes, looking for cool clothes, you know, I can't tell you how many um, things I just kind of, I would, you know, in a way, notice high school students at the Liberty Center, I'd say, you know, what is, what's what's that guy wearing, you know, what kind of shoes is he wearing, what kind of clothes, what kind of clothes is he wearing? And my mind was consumed with, you know, what I got to make these kids like me. You know, I got to make these these kids think I'm, you know, pretty awesome. At first glance, they're gonna be like, "Dang, who's that?" Like, that's a youth pastor right there. Um, but, um, um, yeah, this this thoughts just consumed me and consumed my heart. And I really realized, you know what? I was living in fear. I was living in fear. I was like, if these kids don't like me, they don't think my, cool, my uh, clothes are cool and my shoes are cool, you know what, they're not gonna come. They're not gonna come. And so I would constantly live in fear, like I gotta please these kids. I gotta make sure, you know what, they think I'm the coolest person ever. And I was living in the fear of man. I was living in the fear of these students. And I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I took out a few students, you know, about maybe like two months ago, a couple students to lunch and everything like that, I was hanging out with students. And you know what, I didn't have the best time with them. I was struggling inside of me to create conversation. I was struggling inside of me to hear the Holy Spirit. And I was struggling to really, really connect with these students. And the Lord was like, you know what, you fear too much. You got way too much confidence in your clothes and not enough in the gifts that I've given you. You got way too much confidence in how you look instead of the anointing that I put on your life to lead this youth ministry. You know? And so the Lord spoke to me. and He said, listen, I have anointed you. I have called you. I have given you the best woman in the world to stand by you. (laughs) Thanks, girls. But this is what God has called me to do. And there was a point in my life where all of the fear left. And I said, you know what? I don't care if I have the sweetest shoes. I don't care if I have the coolest clothes. I don't care if I know every single popular Drake song there is. I don't care about that. You know why? Because God has anointed me and God has gifted me to lead this youth ministry. And I noticed a shift in my gifts I have noticed a shift in my anointing. And it's totally changed. Fear will shrink your gift. Fear will make your gift and your anointing because every single one of you is gifted. Every single one of you is anointed. Every single one of you has a calling on your life, whether you are in business, whether you own your own business, or whether you work at Wendy's, all right? God has anointed you. God has called you for this time, and fear will shrink your gift if you allow it. And so we had youth. Four weeks ago, something like that? Three weeks ago, something like that? We had our first youth service. Went phenomenal. Let me tell you something amazing, all right? And that's all to the credit of the Lord. But there was this, there was this kid who came, and he went to Lakota East, all right? And he was a sophomore. And he walked in and everything like that. And uh, I was like, okay, sweet. You know, I'm going to talk to this guy. And uh, at the time, I was like, I'm, I'm okay with myself, you know? I'm not going to fear, you know? I trust the anointing that's in my life. So I'm just going to go talk to him. You know what? Lord's anointed me with a personality that... Can really reach people. So I'm just going to do it. You know, I'm just going to go up to him. And uh, at first he was super cool, super, uh, you know, whatever, you know, dude. I was like, all right, that's all right, that's cool. You know, I'm still going to love you, you know. And he came with a bunch of friends that week. And we had service and everything like that. And, um, and it, was, it was just a fantastic night. But he came with a bunch of friends. And the second week, not all of his friends came back with him. But he came back. And he brought his cousin, too. And so we just, I've been texting this kid all throughout the week, seeing how he's doing and everything like that. And so we had, you know, we, we ate and everything like that, and, and then we I spoke for about 10 minutes, and then we had a little quiet time, and and I give him kind of two questions that they can answer and they can write down and everything like that, and I went up to him, I said, dude, what do you think of all this? And he's, dude, what do you think of all this? And he's like, man, I just... I love being here. Like, I love it. And that, sh- that shook me. And that kid came to dinner parties Friday night with his cousin. But that was not because I had the coolest shoes. That was not because I had the coolest clothes. That was not because I could say, Kiki, do you love me? That was because of the anointing of God. That was because of the gift of God in my life. And let me tell you today that every single one of you are gifted. Every single one of you are anointed today to do something. But have more confidence in God's gift In your life, have more confidence in the anointing that God has given you. If you work fast food, you're anointed to flip patties, but do it unto the glory of the Lord. Listen, I worked at Chipotle for five years, and I can say I was the best Chipotle person there was because that's who God. Man, I could wrap a burrito like nothing. I was like, come on. I was like, five portions of steak, nothing. All right, come on, give me another tortilla. All right. You know, it didn't matter. God wants you to succeed in life. God wants you to be blessed in life. God wants you to be full of the anointing of God. And one, God wants you to just flourish in your gifts. He wants you to. If God, if God has put a business on your heart, then start it. If God has put ideas in your heart, then do it. Don't be fearful. Don't, let me tell you something. Don't be fearful to fail. That's part of life. Don't let the fear of failure hold you back. Don't do it. It's not worth it. You're going to fail sometimes. That's part of life. That does not make you a failure. And that does not mean that God has anointed you less. God has called you. God is not intimidated by your failures. But God is calling you, some of you to step out in faith. Don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. First Timothy 4. 14 says don't min- don't minimize the powerful gift that operates in your life. Fear shrinks your gifts. Fear shrinks it. But God wants to blow it up. God wants to expand it today. That's what he wants to do. Joshua 1:9 says this is my commandment be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God gives you an idea. God wants you to succeed in your business. Don't be afraid. God is with you. He's with you. He's with every single one of you. God has anointed you. He's not going to leave you. But he's here. He's here in your life. Don't be afraid. Point number two. Fear doesn't stand a chance because my Father is here. Romans 8, 15 through 16. It says, And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty, leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God, and you will never feel orphaned. For, uh, for as He rises up within us, our spirits join with Him in saying the words of, a t- of tender affection Beloved Father, for the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as He whispers into our innermost being, "You are God's beloved child." And um, so, <laughs> I'm getting married, like I said, and uh, this is a lot, lot of changes in life, you know. Uh, starting a youth ministry. And you can throw up that white graphic real quick. Hey, that's just a little something for you, all right? <laughs> hey, uh, Target and on everybody. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, praise him. Lift your hands and receive that. That futon. Thank you, Lord. All right, okay. <laughs> all right, that's enough of that. Okay. <sighs> Listen, it was a joke, but if I get blessed, hey, that happens. You know? <laughs> that's life, you know? <laughs> but... Uh, but yeah, so I'm getting married, and, uh, and it's, it's, uh, it is honestly a, a real change in life, you know. A lot of uh, responsibility has come my way. Um, I've got a girl to take care of, you know. And uh, so a lot of fears creep in with that, you know. Uh, moving out, I'm going to buy my own toilet paper now, so that's a huge responsibility. Uh, but uh, a lot of fears can creep in, you know, with a lot of, uh, <clears throat> a lot of change in life. You know, because I'm thinking, you know, I'm getting married in 88 days. You know, where are we going to live? You know, how am I going to take care of this girl? Are we always going to have what we need? Are we always going to be where we need? You know, I mean, we're going to be married, you know, so we're going to be doing marriage stuff. You know, what if a kid comes along? I don't know. You know, what if that happens? You know, what am I going to do? You know, so all of this stuff is just like, you know. Creeping into my head and creeping into my mind, and everything like that. And and honestly, I'm like, uh," you know, it's just, uh, there's all these fears, you know, inside, you know? (laughs) But I remember I was reading in Matthew chapter 6, and Levi hit on it last week. But it says, don't worry about your life. Don't worry about what you're gonna eat. Don't worry about what you're gonna uh, wear, everything like that, you know, because your father is gonna take care of you. You know, you're more valuable to your father. And um, and the Lord <laughs> God became a father in that moment. And I have a great father. I have a wonderful father. And so the idea of God being my father, which is kind of on the back burner. But God revealed himself as my father. God revealed himself as my Father, and He's going to take care of me. He's going to take care of me and my future wife. He's going to take care of everything that we need. So I don't have to fear. And here's the cool thing about that. Verse 16, it doesn't say um, in this translation, but but it says in the NLT that that we cry out, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. And the word Abba, Means daddy, means papa. And I, uh, I never thought of God this way, never did. But there is this, this unique relationship between me being his child, his son, and God being my daddy. And I can come to him. And there is this intimate relationship between me and my daddy, my papa. And I can come to him, and I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to be fearful about anything. I don't have to wonder (laughs) about anything. Because my daddy's got it. My daddy's going to take care of me and there became this real relationship between me and my daddy and all of these fears began to just flood out of my heart because you know what you're my beloved son you're my beloved daughter and i'm going to take care of you i know what you need before you even ask i'm going to take care of you today but what i love is is this verse 16 It says, for the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being, you are God's beloved child. If you're anything like me, you wake up and automatically your mind is racing with anxiety, with things I got to get done, with fear, with worry, with doubt, but something I want to get really good at. It says that the Holy Spirit whispers to us, you are God's beloved child. In order to hear a whisper, you have to be very silent. You have to be very, very still. So something I really wanna get good at is in the morning, be still, allowing my anxiety, allowing my fears, allowing my doubts just to settle down. And allowing the Holy Spirit to whisper to me, you are God's beloved son. He's going to take care of you. He's your daddy. He's your papa. He knows what you need. But I really want to get good at allowing the Holy Spirit to whisper to me, you're God's beloved son. You're God's beloved son. He's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of you. Psalms. I believe, which what verse? I don't have it written down. Psalms, what, who's, Okay, it's in Psalms. You'll find out at the end. But it says, Pause in his presence. I am standing in absolute stillness, silent before the one I love, waiting as long as it takes for him to rescue me. Only God is my Savior, and he will not fail me. For he alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me as my champion defender. There's no risk of failure with God. So why would I let worry paralyze me even when the troubles multiply around me? God's glory is all around me. His wraparound presence is all I need for the Lord is my savior, my hero, and my life-giving strength. Join me everyone, trust in God every moment tell him all your troubles and pour out your hearts longing to him believe me when i tell you he will help you pause in his presence (sighs) pause in his presence this week monday morning take a moment pause in his presence be still let the holy spirit whisper to you it's going to be all right before you get on with your day before you get on with your list, before you get on with this is what I gotta get done today, and is this gonna get done, and is this gonna get done? And man, I think, you know what, what am I doing in life? Am I right here, am I where God wants me to be, and am I gonna have everything that I need? Am I, am I, am I? Before you do that, why don't you allow the Holy Spirit to whisper to you and pause in His presence, knowing that God is your Father, you are His beloved son and daughter, and He's gonna take care of you. Allow the Holy Spirit to do that, and I guarantee you your day will be a whole lot different I guarantee it. Number three, fear doesn't stand a chance when I'm thankful. Worship, band, you can come on up. Fear doesn't stand a chance when I'm thankful. Psalms 95, 2 through 3. It says, Everyone, come meet his face with a thankful heart. Don't hold back your praises, make him great. By your shouts of joy, for the Lord is the greatest of all, King God over all the gods. So I went to um, went to the dinner party, like I said, um, Friday night, and uh, we were kind of talking a little about a little bit about this. And uh, <laughs> there was this lady there, and um, she comes up to me afterwards, and she's like, "I got a word for you." I was like, "Sweet, I love words, you know? Who doesn't?" I'm thinking, man, I'm doing a great job. Like, it's gonna be this profound word of like, oh man, you uh, God is so pleased with you, you know? It's gonna be amazing, you know? Like, oh my gosh, you know? But she just said, Lord wants me to tell you, relax. I've got this. I said, okay, I'll hold on to that one, you know? I'm like, is that it? Or, you know, is, you got more? Give me something here, you know? But he just, relax. I've got this, and me and Elena were talking because I was, I was, just had things going on in my mind, I'm like, I gotta get this done, I gotta get this done, I, I gotta, thinking about wedding stuff, and thinking about youth stuff, and thinking about just the future, and I got things on my list that I gotta get done, I got all these fears and anxieties and everything, and I was just on my way home, and the Lord said, you know what? You keep on fearing. You keep on having these anxious thoughts because you're not thankful and you're not worshiping me and you're not praising me. Fear will always look inwards. Fear will always look about how you're not good enough. Fear will always look about how you gotta provide. Fear, let me tell you something, fear creeps up when you think you gotta provide. Fear creeps up when you think you gotta do it your way. Fear creeps up when you think that you gotta provide for your family. That's fear. Anytime you you have it in your hands, that's fear. But fear always looks inwards and always looks at what you can do. It's very self-centered. But thankfulness, praise, looks to Jesus. And when we look at Jesus, we only see that He's our Father, that He loves us, that He's gonna take care of us. 1 John four eighteen says love never brings fear. God is love. God is love. Why don't you go ahead and stand up on your feet this morning. We're just gonna take a few minutes real quick. And I just want us to uh We're just gonna sing that Holy Holy Spirit. We're just gonna sing it together. Fill me up. But I just want us to worship. I want us to fix our eyes on Jesus. Don't look at fear. Listen. Fear's done with. Fear is done with. Fear is underneath your feet today. You don't have to be consumed because I know how much it stinks, man. It's the worst thing in the world for your heart to be gripped by fear. Because you can't do what God has called you to do. You can't live in joy. You can't live in peace. You can't enjoy life when your heart is gripped on fear. It's not the life that God intended for you to live. That's not it. Your father is here today. Your father is here today. So let's just praise him. And you know what? You don't even have to rebuke fear. But I guarantee you, if you just praise him and you just look at love today, you just look at the God of love that your that your fear will just fade away. Your fear will just disappear. Your fear will just go away. It'll just be like, all right, I can't stay here anymore because obviously this person is looking at Jesus Obviously love is taking over his heart. Obviously love is taking over her heart. Obviously peace is taking over her heart because when we look at Jesus, we don't have a choice anymore. When we really open up our hearts and we worship and we're thankful and we bring praises to Jesus, man, we don't have a choice. Fear doesn't have a choice today. It must go. Fear doesn't stand a chance. When we stand in his love today, when we stand in his grace, we stand in His anointing today. So come on, let's just throw up our hands right now. Let's just begin to worship Jesus. Just begin to worship Jesus. You don't need lyrics on the screen. You don't need lyrics on the screen today. Just begin to worship Him. Just begin to worship Him. Just begin to lift Him up. Just begin to thank Him. Thank Him today. God, that we don't have to fear. We don't have to fear today. We don't have to fear tomorrow. We don't have to live with fear. We don't have to live with the grip any longer. Yeah. Come on, you can walk out of here with a smile and joy in your heart today. You can walk out of here with like the freshness of the Holy Spirit, with like just this joy that's like, like pumping inside of your, of your veins today. You can walk out of here with just the, the freshness of the holy spirit today because there's no more fear you can breathe now you can breathe you can live in peace don't worry about where you're at don't worry about where you're going don't worry about what you have don't worry about what you lack don't worry about this or that my father has got you your father has got you your daddy today has got you so i want us to do this real quick We're just gonna take a deep breath real quick. And as we breathe, we can feel, it's like something just opened up. Something just like released off of you. So count three, we're just gonna take a deep breath. And we're gonna exhale. And I want us to live in that freedom. I want us to live in that freedom. I want us to live in that breathing freedom that as God breathed his life into us, we can breathe again. And no longer fear is not our our enemy anymore because it's underneath our feet. Because God didn't give you the spirit of fear, but God gave you the spirit of power, of love, of self-control. God has freed you from your fears today. So here we go. One, two, three. Let's just breathe right now. Jesus, come on, give them praise today. Give them praise today, right now. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that we are fearless, Lord Jesus, that we are a people, we're a church, Father God, that does not are not gripped by fear today, but we are gripped by the love of the Father today. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We are a fearless church. And we can go to work tomorrow, wherever we're going. School, work, hanging out with friends, whatever. And I guarantee you that in the morning, the devil's going to be like, hey, what about that list? Where are you going? All of these worries, all these fears, all these doubts, all these anxious thoughts in your head. But pause in his presence. Say, no, 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 no. no." no I'm not gonna go a second without the Holy Spirit whispering in my ear today, confirming in my soul that I am the child of God, confirming that His Spirit bears witness with our spirits and confirms that I am a child of God today. And my daddy has got it today, my papa has got everything I need. So you can take your list with you. You can take the fear with you, but well, my daddy, he's got it today. He's got it today. He's gonna take care of me. Come on, let's pray. Jesus, thank you. Man, you're so good. I mean, we're just we're just blown away. You set us free from fear, Father God. We can breathe the breath that you breathed into us again. We don't have to worry, Lord Jesus. We don't have to be anxious, but we just praise you. We are a a church that is fearless. We are a church that goes now in the boldness of the Holy Spirit. We are a church now that is fearless. And that roaring lion is roaring inside of us now that we are not slaves to fear. But we are God's children today. There is a boldness inside of us now, but we praise you. We praise you, Lord Jesus. We love you so much. Thank you for what you're doing in this church. You're so good. Come on, just give one more praise to Jesus real quick. Come on, just give it up for him right now. Just one more praise to Jesus real quick. Just one more praise. Come on. Come on, just one more praise real quick. Just thank him. Thank you, Jesus, that it's sealed. Thank you that fear is gone in from my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for setting me free from fear. Woo! Man. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Then we can walk out of here breathing freshness of the holy spirit. We can walk out of here with joy today, with a smile on our face, with laughter in our belly today. Because God has set us free from fear. Peace in our hearts. <laughs> yes, Lord. We love you so much. We love you. We love you. You're amazing. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, God is good. God is, whoo. If you don't know it by now, God is good. He is so good. He's got your back. Always. Well, enjoy your Sunday. Have an amazing week. We'll see you next week. we got dinner parties this Friday. Do not miss it. We'll be posting up on Instagram locations and everything like that. You can check out Elevate.City for all locations. We love you so much. Have a great day.